0: so easy to get caught up in all the rushing and trying and all the endless daily details, washing the dirty dishes, throwing another load of laundry into the dryer, another email, another notification, as we rush to make our morning commute. What if we break away from the mundane distractions of daily life and make time to refocus on what really matters, to take a step back and ask, why are we doing this? Holding us back. What if our gifts could be used for a higher purpose?
1: Hey, Next Level Fam, welcome to 2021. not 2021 i'm so excited to be with you happy new year some of us are going to be wishing happy new year until february i know i will be wishing you whenever i see you a happy new year i'm not sure how your 2020 ended maybe you went through a breakup or you lost your job or you lost a loved one or faced sickness but as a church family we want to come alongside you We want to pray for you. We want to support you any way that we can. So please do reach out to us. There's a number of ways you can do that easily. And we will pray for you and we will do whatever we can uh, to be there for you. Uh, Especially if you're going through something, we want to know so we can encourage you. If you live on planet Earth, last year was definitely a tough year for everybody. Maybe the toughest year of the century. But you know what? You are here. And even if last year ended on a on a sour note or a tough note, listen, let's begin this new year with an attitude of gratitude. There must be something that you're thankful about. At least one thing. There must be something that we need to give thanks to God for. So let's set a positive tone for 2021. Even in the midst of loss and despair, God is still good. Amen. He is always good. He's a good father. He has a good plan for you. He has a future for you. He has a hope for you. And so today, I want to inspire you and encourage you and uplift you. Uh, Quickly, I want to let you know that we are starting a brand new course called Reset. In a nutshell, it is a course where you can find healing for your heart so that you can become all that God wants you to be. So make sure to sign up. And there are a few other courses coming up, uh, a dating course coming up. I wanted to call it dating uh, without fornicating. But our team said that's too risky, too extreme of a name. So we called it uh, relationship playbook. But there's lots of exciting things happening. Uh, we are going to be uh, publishing podcasts. Uh, Right now, you can listen on uh, Spotify and other platforms. And so you can listen to the Sunday message, re-listen. And we have some great ideas about interviews and getting special guests to come on our podcast. So check it out. But thank you so much for investing into Next Level Church. You partnered with us and through the Heart for the House uh, because of you we were able to put our plants into action, purchase new equipment, uh, get some, you know, greeneries. But but thank you for helping us to take our production uh, to the next level. We are learning, we're growing, we're stretching ourselves and we're doing this together with you. Wherever you are, thank you for investing because it's making a huge difference. I want to ask you what kind of a year was last year for you spiritually. Put it in the chat. Was your last year spiritually disconnected? Were you spiritually number 2? inconsistent? Were you spiritually focused? Put it in the chat right now. Today we are starting a brand new series called Unleashed, part 1. I want to read for you Hebrews 12, 1 to 3. It goes like this. As for us, we have all of these great witnesses who encircle us like clouds. So we must let go of every wound that has pierced us and the sin we so easily fall into. Then we will be able to run life's marathon race with passion and determination for the path has been already marked out before us. We look away from the natural realm and we fasten our gaze onto Jesus who birthed faith within us and who leads us forward into faith's perfection. His example is this because his heart was focused on the joy of knowing that you would be his. He endured the agony of the cross and conquered its humiliation and now sits exalted at the right hand of the throne of God. Verse 3. So consider carefully how Jesus faced these intense opposition from sinners who oppose their own souls. So that you won't become worn down and cave in under life's pressures. Let's pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you that you've given us another day, another year. Father, we dedicate 2021 into your loving arms. Father, every single one watching right now, I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would minister to them right now. Heal them, touch them, deliver them, bring them hope. And I pray, God, this word would be glorifying to you. As I open my mouth and I speak, God, speak through me exactly what people need to hear today. I trust in you, Lord Jesus. May you be glorified. In your awesome name, Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen, amen. So coming back to my question, how many of you would say that you are either spiritually disconnected or spiritually inconsistent? Would you agree that uh, there's an enemy who's trying to distract you from the most important call in your life? And that is to put God first in everything that we do. The enemy is fighting for our souls. Matthew 6.33 says, Seek first god's kingdom and what god wants then all your other needs will be met as well listen i guarantee you if you put god first in these six areas that i'm going to share with you today i guarantee you 2021 will be your best year yet spiritually ever it will be the best spiritual year ever see notice i didn't say you're going to have a perfect year or you're going to make a lot of money or your kids are going to be good Because man's greatest miracle is spiritual, not physical. So when your spirit man comes alive in Christ and is on fire for Christ, then your physical man will align to God's plan. First things first, I'm going to go right into it. Point number one, if you want to be unleashed, if you want to see the power of God into your life, number one, seek God daily, not in a legalistic way, not in a religious way, but give God the first few minutes of your day. Align your spiritual man to face the day through God's perspective. The first 15 minutes, 5 minutes, listen to a worship song. 5 minutes, uh, do a devotion. 5 minutes, pray and thank God before you roll out of bed. It's better to be reminded of who you are by your maker, than to be told who you are by the liar, the devil. He's always whispering lies to you. Don't listen to your haters either. Listen to your heavenly father. Psalm 63, 1. Oh God, you are my God. Early I will seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh longs for you. Mark 1, Before daybreak the next morning, Jesus got up and went out to an isolated place to pray. Man, the first thing, what do we do when we wake up? We're checking our phones. But what if we isolate ourselves to pray? If you fail to plan, you will plan to fail get into a daily routine walking with god set up systems and patterns to make it easy for you create automatic uh, uh methods download the bible app let it pop up open a uh, start a reading plan or or sign up for a devotion it's all free on the bible app What is your plan to study the Bible this year? And that's very important that you examine. Do you have a plan? If not, get into a Bible reading plan because there's power in reading the Word of God. And and if you start reading it, uh, maybe a devotion or the Bible itself, and if you miss a day, the enemy will come to condemn you. You just say, silence! And then you just move on where you left off. Amen? Number two, worship God. Acts 20 verse 7 says, On the first day of the week, In other words, Sunday, we came together to break bread. Oh man, how lovely that is. Hebrews 10.25 Let us not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage one another. According to stats, prior to COVID in America, 48% of Christians went to church once a month. These are Christians going to church once a month. 48%. And you know the re- the regular excuses Oh, we're busy with our lives and kids' classes and laundry and swimming and dog. And we're sleeping in or working overtime. There's always an excuse. But there's something supernatural that happens when people come together to worship Jesus. Even if it's online, the power of Jesus is not limited. You'll be different the rest of the week because you heard the Word of God on the first day. It's fuel for your soul. Don't miss a Sunday. Attending church or not shouldn't be even a discussion in your house. On Sunday morning you don't wake up, should we tune in to online church or? No, it's a no-brainer. Going to church and experiencing live online worship and, and, and church together as a family is priority in our house and I hope it is for your house too. One of the best lies from the enemy is that you don't need church, that you don't need anyone. Because church is full of hypocrites anyways, right? Is that what you're thinking? Well, don't worry. There's room for you. Don't worship alone. I'm telling you. This year, don't worship alone. There's power when we worship together. Worship is not just singing and you might not be able to sing in tune. It doesn't matter. It's when we gather together to talk about God, that's worship. When we take communion together, that's worship. Even if it's online, it's still worship. Even if it's some Danish butter cookies and prune juice is all you got at home for communion. That's okay. It's still worship. It's still communion. We're inviting the presence of God into our houses. It's a holy moment. It's a powerful moment. When we gather together, whether in person or online, we are coming in one heart with one unity. God commands a blessing. When our praises go up, the walls of Jericho, the walls of the enemy must come down in Jesus' name. And maybe something God told you to do might seem foolish, but obey Him. And even in our live chat, in our Zoom calls, and even on demand, the power of God cannot be limited. So stretch your faith, challenge yourself to come out of your comfort zones this year. Jump on Zoom right after this service and obey God. And we, as a family, we will be there to encourage you. Because doing life alone is not easy. That's why together we are better. Number three, fast. Fast nine is coming this summer. But I want to talk about a fast we're doing this February. Some of you are struggling with addictions and traumas and old hurts and demonic harassment. Some of you are struggling with toxic mental patterns, toxic lifestyles. Consider fasting. Matthew 17, 21. This kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. Here Jesus is talking about demons harassing people. Some demons don't leave unless we fast and pray. Some things only change by prayer and fasting. When you stop the cravings for food and lustful things that you like to do, something happens in your spiritual life. While you're saying no to something that's enjoyable to you, you are saying yes to more of God's Spirit. You are, you're, you're reducing yourself and increasing God's presence into, into your life. You're able to fine tune into God's frequency. Fasting and praying is powerful. Yes, it's great for your health too. I love me some deep fried chicken, if you know what I'm saying. But, but I'm saying no to the things of my flesh. And to the, the, the wants of my flesh. And yes to the things God has for me and for my life. And I want to encourage you. Join us in, in a fast and praying together. For some of you, this is the very thing that's going to bring breakthrough in your life. Fasting, not just on food, but you can also fast on social media, on TV, uh, on entertainment. Even fast on fast food, caffeine, tea, whatever it is. Whatever the thing that has a hold on you, you sacrifice that. You let it go and you desire God more so that He can sharpen your spirit, man. So that you can hear and see Him more clearly. How bad do you want to change in 2021? Maybe there's some toxic patterns you've allowed part of your routine, and you think it's part of your life and your personality. No, it's a toxic, it's unhealthy behavior, emotionally and sexually reckless, whatever your sin is. Think that you've been doing that, that's taking you away from God. How bad do you want to stop it? Do you want to walk in purity and value? Then consider fasting with us. You can do it on your own too, but why not fast with us? If As a church, we're going to do this from February 1st To the 21st you can join us. Fasting is a biblical principle in the old testament and the new testament. We deny ourselves from the pleasures of food and we focus on God. See if you go to a buffet all you can eat and your stomach is satisfied. How much hunger will you have for God after that? All you would want to do after going to the buffet is burp yourself and take a nap. Isn't it? But spending time seeking God to sharpen your inner man, sharpen your spirit man, it 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 gets you closer to God. Your connection with God becomes better, clearer. You can see the direction that God is taking you in and you become more like Jesus. When you are not eating seven times a day, when you get hungry, you realize you need to seek God skip a meal and pray more because you can have not extra time because you're not cooking and dishwashing so that extra time of you not preparing the food you can spend it in fasting and prayer duration could be one day three days seven days 14 day 21 day 40 day whatever it is we're doing 21 days daniel fast that's the name of the fast we're starting to do in february there's no meat and no sweet because that's the way daniel in the old testament fasted so denying our physical satisfaction from the pleasures of food and other things Pray and ask God what kind of fast you should do, what He wants you to do. Whatever you feel led to do, make sure it's challenging to you. Listen, don't say, I'm going to fast on exercise. Listen, you haven't exercised since 1999. So don't be like, oh, I'm fasting on... uh," No, it has to be something. Don't go too extreme now. now. Water fasting, which is only drinking water and no solids, that's very extreme. But if you feel God is leading you to do that, please talk to us before you start that, because that's very extreme. If you want the power of God to be unleashed in your life this year, fast with us. Seeking God together, worshipping together, fasting and praying together. Those things will get you aligned to what God has in store for you this year. Amen? Joel 1.14 Declare a holy fast, call a sacred assembly, summon the elders and all who live in the land to the house of the Lord your God and cry out to the Lord. Some of you are going to fast to find a life partner. Amen. Some of you are going to fast for your marriage. Some of you are going to, going to fast for your kids. Some of you are going to fast for your church, next level church. Some of you are going to fast for your family, friends to meet Jesus. Some of you are going to fast for you to overcome a particular sin. We deny the bodily pleasure to seek God and go deeper in Him. So, in other words, we're setting the tone for this year. A a sprinter can be amazing, but he has to be in the correct position, the correct form, and pointing in the correct direction in order to run and win. If the amazing sprinter is facing the wrong way, he's going to run the wrong way. Or even a, a degree off will be off course. Matthew 6, 17 to 18. So when you fast, not if, when you fast, comb your hair and wash your face, then people will not know that you are fasting. But your father, whom you cannot see, will see you. Your father sees what is done in secret and he will reward you. So when we fast, don't be like, oh, don't talk to me. I'm fasting. I'm weak. I'm holy. No, don't put on, Don't comb your hair, brush your teeth and just be normal. Fasting brings focus in our year. Okay, don't waste 2021. Fasting brings spiritual power. It unleashes the power of God into our lives. And its intensity increases. And, and the first few days when you fast, it's going to be tough. But God's going to give you His grace. And you'll get so in tune. And you're going to hear God. And life is going to be so different. I highly encourage you. Fast and pray with us. If you haven't done so on your own, wait until fe- February 1st to the 21st. We're going to fast together. Number four, faithfully tithe. When you start tithing for real, 10% of all the money that you get, breakthroughs will happen in your life. Listen very carefully. Maybe you're struggling with perversion and sexual sins. Even that can be broken when you become a faithful tither. man. you might be wondering, what am I talking about? Listen. Sometimes we give more importance to our selfish wants and needs and desires than what God has told us to do. Money is one of the hardest things to honor God with. That's why it's so easy to put our treasure into things that would provide for our gratification. Maybe you're stuck into instant gratification. I need this for me. But God is saying, I have a different plan for you. If you were tied faithfully, I can break that thing off your life. Matthew six twenty one. your heart will be where your treasure is. When you make a decision to put your treasure in the kingdom of God, a supernatural shift will happen. Maybe you've tried everything else, but this is the one thing you haven't tried. Well, I want to challenge you today. When you, when you try it consistently, you will see a breakthrough. Test God in this, in your giving of your tithes. That's 10% of everything that you receive. Leviticus 27:30. One tenth of the produce of the land, whether grain from the fields or fruit from the trees belong to the Lord and must be set apart to Him as holy. We bring, not Take, We bring. Because it's already His. You get to keep 90% of everything that you make. We got to flip our perspective. On average, less than 25% of church members tithe. That's crazy. Average tithers give 2.5%. During the Great Depression, you know, they tithe 3.3%. But now people give 2.5% of their income. That's crazy. Jesus said, you should tithe. He was confronting the Pharisees because they were being hypocritical. and And, and they were tithing but they didn't have love for others Matthew 23 23 hypocrites for you are careful to tithe even the tiniest income from your herb garden I don't know who grows an herb garden but you ignore the more important aspects of the law justice, mercy and faith you should tithe yes but do not neglect the more important things you should tithe yes It's part of what God wants you to do. Every time you get a paycheck, a raise, a bonus, Christmas bonus. mm -hmm, By giving tithe, we acknowledge God is my source. I cheerfully return to God. What is already his? What belongs to him? Oh man, I got to totally rearrange my life. Is that what he's saying, Pastor D? Yes, you got to rearrange your life. You got to consistently put God first. Give him priority, even with your moolah, with your money. We return to God through the church so that there may be spiritual food in the house. Change your bill payments, dates, and set up standing orders, and and, and automatic debits, and e-transfers. Change whatever you got to change. So that you can be a faithful tither, amen? Some people want to settle with God as if it's a business transaction or, Oh, I'm going to catch up one day when I get rich or when I pay off my debts, then I will start tithing. No, you're opening a door to the demonic. In other words, you're letting the devourer come and devour your resources, what you have been given. Bring your first and best to God and He will bless the rest, amen? Not the leftovers. We don't mind paying $125 for a cell phone bill or or for shoes. But you reluctantly put $5 into your local church. That's not right. And there's no point praying for financial breakthrough if you ain't tithing. When you don't tithe, you're robbing from God and God doesn't bless thieves. Pause for effect. I want to be open to the supernatural providence of God. I don't want to make what I can make. I want God to bless me and I want to serve Him. That's it. And and I can tell you so many stories. If we meet face to face, if we sit down, we can tell you so many stories. How God blessed us with so many things and helped us to avoid mistakes. And how, oh man, I don't have enough time to tell you that. This is a spiritual transaction. God, you are my provider. I put you first. I put you above. Now I expect you to bless me. And when we tithe consistently, there will be breakthroughs in our lives. I can tell you without a doubt that my life is blessed. My wife's life, our family's life is blessed beyond measure because we put God first. We tithe is a priority in our house. Even our kids are taught that whether it's through our jobs or gifts, we will honor God first. And with the best, 10% at least is going to our local church. When you begin to do that, you will feel a new level of freedom. Quick testimony. We just had our church's heart for the house. We prayed and asked God, that's what you should do. How much should I give, Lord? And God gave us a number that me and my wife, we agreed to. And so we didn't have that money aside that we can be like, okay, no, we didn't have that money. We said, God, you had to provide that money that you said we should give. God provided supernaturally. Number one testimony. Within a few days, the exact amount came from an unexpected source. Amen. Hallelujah. First testimony. So we cheerfully invested that amount into Heart for the House, uh, which was a fundraiser we were doing for our church to purchase online production and outreach, things that we needed to do. And within a few days, God doubled our investment. Amen. We felt that we had to reinvest that into God's kingdom. And then God tripled it and then quintupled it. I'm not saying God is a a multiplication machine or a lottery machine, but he is a good father who loves his children unconditionally. And when you operate in his spiritual principle of sowing and reaping, you will reap what you sowed, not one for one, but exponentially. And so in the end of that, five times what we invested, God blessed us back. See, this is the secret. You make a covenant with God and say, God, provide for me and whatever you give me, I'll give back 10%. See what God can do through your faithful, consistent giving. Test him in this. Giving is an act of worship from a heart of worship. We get to give, not we have to give. We give back to God. Malachi 3.11 says, God promises to rebuke the devourer. Because when you don't give to God, what is due to God? It unleashes the demonic. It unleashes the devourer to come and steal from you, to rob you. You might make a lot of money, but in the end you might end up with nothing. Plug into community. Besides Sunday online church, there's so much vibrant things going on at our church that you should check out through our website. We have online hangouts, weekday prayer, connect groups, uh, and we're starting the new course uh, called Reset. And you need to surround yourself with people that are like-minded. You need to surround yourself with people that are going somewhere. And our team is eager to meet you. Our team is an outstanding team. I guarantee you that. They are the best of the best. You will find friendship in our team. You will find encouragement. You will find accountability. Now that's not a bad word. It means that someone cares for you enough uh, that they will speak truth and life into you. They will challenge you. And, and, and they will challenge you to be real with you. So that you can stop pretending that you're perfect. And just be real with people who will love you unconditionally. People who will love you when they find out the real you. James 5.16 says, Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so God can heal you. When a believing person prays, great things happen. You need to have godly people in your inner circle. People who will love and accept you for who you truly are, but also see the call of God on your life and they will challenge you and encourage you and they will speak uh, words of wisdom. You can have faith, but still be dealing with trauma. As we get together as God's family, we pray for each other. We edify one another. We uplift one another. We challenge one another. We encourage one another. It will set your life up for success in 2021. And God's power can be unleashed when the ground is ready, when your life is ready. So that you can really live in freedom. Check out our next steps. That's our onboarding process. It's a rapid on-ramp to plug into our church and start serving in a meaningful way. You know, just within a few days, you can go from being a disconnected, discouraged spectator to becoming a valued, on-fire member of our dream team. Just in the last few days, a few members have been added and we may, we might not have met them in person, but through technology and Zoom and all of that, within a few simple steps, now they are starting to Serve in a meaningful way. So you might be in a different city or country, you can still be part of this church. And you can use your giftings in a meaningful way. So if you're looking for healing and breakthrough in your life, start serving, get planted in the church. There's room for you in our church. And we'd be better with you in our church. There, there's no DJ at our church. Mary J. Blige is a big fan of our church because she hates drama. There's no DJ at our church. What I mean by that is there's no drama. There's no judgment. No DJ. Mary J. Blige approves. You need to walk through these steps and let God lead you in 2021. God wants to take you to the next level. God wants you to level up in this new year. Philippians 3.10 says, I want to know Christ and experience the mighty power that raised him from the dead. I don't want to claim Christ and not have my life reflect His power. I don't want to claim Christ and call myself a Christian and not see the fruit of the Spirit living through me, I don't want to claim to be a Christian and go through another year as a half-hearted, half-baked, weak Christian. Maybe that's you saying that today. No longer living in survival mode, but in advancement. God is calling you to advance. Maybe you're not a perfect Christian, but God is asking you to progress as a Christian. We are becoming more like Christ every day if you choose to surrender everything to Him today. I don't want you waking up every day, hating your life. But daily, I want you to see the hand of God move in and through your life. I don't want you to go through another year with a mediocre marriage, with with mediocre relationship and, and, and kids problems. God is calling you to step into His unleashed power. God is calling you to stop limping around in your faith and also financially always being worried about money and uptight and not accomplishing your dreams and thinking that your your dreams will never come true. God doesn't want you to be heartbroken and continue suffering and sickness. Today, you can turn that around when you see God and believe and pray and see the power of God be unleashed in your life. I'm challenging you. Put God first in everything that you do every single day in your life and see what God can do through you. As I land this plane, I want to ask you again, how was last year for you spiritually? If you said disconnected or inconsistent, do you think that's what God wants you for your life this year again? Do you think God sent His only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, to suffer and die a brutal death, uh, and to give us His life, and give us His power, and give us His Spirit, so that you can, so that you can have a mediocre, limping along spiritual life? No! Our spiritual enemy, He's there to deceive us, to put God second and third, or giving God our lousy leftovers. God wants to be first in your life. God doesn't want to be a topping. Jesus doesn't want to be a side dish. He wants to be the bread of life in your life. God is calling you to live a supernaturally normal life. To live a life that matters. A life that makes a difference. Even long after you're gone, God wants your life to impact generations to come. If you really want God to take your spiritual life to the next level, then try these six steps six points that I just shared with you. In closing, against all odds, no matter what you've been through, no matter how your heart is feeling right now, God is ready to unleash His power and love over you and in you. If you want what you had, do what you did last year. If you want another year to go by and be disconnected and inconsistent, do what you did. Continue in your comfortable Patterns and unchallenged ways. But if you want something you never had, you gotta do what you've never done. Seek Him first. And all of these things shall be added unto you. Then a year from now, when someone asks you, how was last year spiritually for you? You can truly say, I've never known God like this. I've never felt his presence like this. I've never seen his provision like this. I've never seen the power of God unleashed like this, like I see now. Like I did this year, like never before. When they ask you why, you can say, because I decided to put him first in my life. I stopped compromising against all odds because if God is for you, who can be against you? If today you feel disconnected from God, if you feel you're far away from God, don't tune off and go away, but this is the moment you welcome Jesus into your heart. Right now, God is calling you home. God is calling you to make a, a de- dedication to devout, to devote yourself to Him. God is calling you home and God wants you to stop trying in your own flesh and look to Him. He wants to unleash potential and power and breakthrough in your life. And all you have to do is say yes to Jesus and surrender your selfish agenda and say, Lord, I take on the plans that you have for my life. If that's you, if you want to welcome Jesus as your personal Savior right now, I'm going to say a simple prayer. Repeat after me. Because God is a gentle God. you got to give Him permission. Because all this time you've been running your show, your life. But now Jesus is going to take the wheel. Amen? So repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I surrender my life to You. I'm tired of doing things my way. It's not working. But today, I welcome You into my heart. Come and be my Lord and my Savior. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. My life is no longer my own, but I give it to you. Lead me, guide me, protect me, reveal yourself to me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen, amen, amen. Hey, that was the best decision you could ever make in your life. Amen. Now we're not done. I want to pray for those who had a tough year end and pain and, and struggles you went through, I want to pray a supernatural prayer over you right now. So if it's you, if you're hurting right now, I want to pray for you right now. Heavenly Father, you see your children, God. Father, I give every brother and sister who's hurting, every son and daughter that is hurting. God, I thank you because you have given us the Holy Spirit, the Comforter. I pray, Lord, that you comfort your children right now. Lord, You see their tears, You see their brokenness. God, I pray right now that Your presence enters in to wherever they are and and comfort them, God. Wipe away their tears, God. And Lord, I pray that You would give them an assurance that it's going to be okay because You are their good Father and You're going to lead them and show them what they should do. So Father, I just pray a supernatural healing to take place right now to everyone at the sound of my voice that God that you would do a supernatural surgery and restoration in them. I also pray for those who are sick in their bodies. I rebuke every sickness out right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Agree with me, if that's you. Lord Jesus, because of what you've done on the cross, with that authority that you've given us from the cross, we cast out every sickness, every demonic oppression and possession, we cancel it, we rebuke it, and we put a seal by your precious blood, never to return and not to touch anyone else in our families or our, or our friends. Yes, God, not by might, nor by power, but by your spirit. And Lord, I pray that God that you would pierce through the dark clouds that some of my, my my friends and my brothers and sisters are going through. Pierce through the darkness, God, and let them see your glorious light and your glorious might. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen, amen, amen church it was wonderful spending this time with you sharing the word of God connect with us go on the website say hi and I will respond back to you connect with us on social media don't do life alone we're here for you and we love you until next time this is Pastor Dishan
0: an amazing word that is exactly what we needed to hear to kick off 2021 went straight to the heart thank you pastor d we look forward to all the amazing messages and revelations to come before we let you go we have a couple of exciting announcements and uh, reminders for you Uh, first thing is that we have a zoom call set up right after this meeting Uh, this is an opportunity for you to get to know us for us to get to know you any questions you have about our church our team our projects our connect groups all that can be answered in those zoom calls speaking of connect groups if you go to our website you can see all the connect groups that we have available we are sure that there's one there that will speak to you that will connect to you and uh, it will bring you together with those that have similar interests, passions or things they want to talk about. So we look forward to seeing you there as well. Another exciting thing to be on the lookout for is a new course called Reset being led by our pastors, Deshawn and Michela. And it's all about living beyond our potential despite what our past has been like. So get ready for that information. It's going to be shared on our website and our social media uh, channels as well. And registration opens right away so make sure you get your spot and that brings us to the end of the service can't believe it's over already but we look forward to every sunday that we get to spend with you so thank you so much for tuning in my name is again simbu and we hope to see you next week god bless you